0: I did a wee bit more research than you might expect.
1: Well I mean I did expect right. I, I expected nothing, so even thirty seconds worth of research just to see how she spells her name <laughs> is Okay. is more than I
0: expect. Um actually that just reminds me of one thing I need to write down.
1: <laughs> how do you spell it?
0: Tom month is over but never fear our library or archive of old podcasts is always going to be there for you. So if you want to go back and listen to the hashtag Tom month episodes or check out the hashtag which at this point I'm unsure whether anybody besides us actually used. But if you want to go back look at that use it yourself then uh, Tom months your oyster Yeah. Uh, and a little bit further back you could listen to 3x Arnie Sodes as well if you're into Arnold Schwarzenegger so catch up before we cap off the Arnold Schwarzenegger Sodes with the long awaited conclusion um, yeah which,
1: because it will be concluded uh, and it could
0: be soon um, but yeah. it also could be 5 more episodes <laughs> so <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I think the best thing to do is be prepared so go back through the back catalogue and just check the stuff out um, I'm Ian, he's Ollie hello We're both guys, we're chatting about film, it's the Guys on Film, Nicole Kidman Podcast. Oh, fair go mate. Was that Nicole Kidman or just Genera Australian?
1: Genera Australian, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, I mean it was, mm, it was an Englishman's go-to Australian (laughs) sounding accent.
1: What do you say we go down to the beach, eh?
0: That was better, I think.
1: I mean they're both the same character. (laughs) Right, but the first one sounds like an Englishman doing an accent. (laughs) Okay, yeah, fair. The second one sounds more more legit. Yeah, because I mean, because I'd set a scene. (laughs) By saying, "Fair guy, man." Let's go to let you know we're gonna go to the beach. You know, so in your mind, you're picturing the weather, the surroundings. You know, I've built I've built a very vivid image. You're thinking Bondi Beach, mental vivid image, (laughs) vivid mental imagery. Uh, that was a call back to last week yeah
0: just because you're imagining Bondi Beach in your mind changes the accent to be more plausible
1: yeah exactly <laughs> um, I've just got a little bit of housekeeping actually housekeeping, housekeeping. I don't I don't have a uh, voice for it this week I'm afraid housekeeping. Okay. Uh, so actually Eric and I did watch Home Alone Eric 2 and now my son so we, we watched Home Alone 2 um, lost in New York Lost in New York, and it's just... Oh, uh, it's so far-fetched. It's good. It's there. It, I mean, it is, it is good. It's a 12 out of 10. Can I just give it, like... I've just got two points on it. Sorry, is this one, housekeeping
0: about the source movie of the sample for housekeeping?
1: Let's just get there. Okay. Um, so, point one uh, is that he shouldn't be able to leave the the airport in New York... Unaccompanied by an adult. Uh huh. There's no, they just gloss over that whole thing. Is like, he gets on the wrong plane, his his folks are going to Florida or Miami or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and, and he accidentally gets on a plane um, to New York. Now, they basically just gloss over all the customs and ex, excise, like TSA stuff. Yeah, because of thing He's carrying bagfuls
0: of crocodile hides. Yeah.
1: He just, we, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's ticked on the thing that he is a, he is a terrorist. Um, so, it, 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 basically, they just gloss over that. He doesn't come up with any kind of hijinks whatsoever. Were,
0: were so they were one. they as sharp on that in the nineties? Like, oh, a kid needs to actually be accompanied to the gate and then from
1: arrivals by an adult. How how is a child getting through airport security on the other end in America, which are notoriously tight? No, but in, w- within America, it's fine. It's only international no, flights. To it's still he's a child. <laughs> I'm glad that we <laughs> finished that point off. Mm,
0: mm, mm.
1: Okay, but <laughs> I just wish that there had been a little bit there. The other thing is point taken. Kevin's point parents. Taken. Kevin's parents blame. Everybody, apart from themselves, yep. they never blame another single person for their mistake. Well, I, hmm. it is their mistake. I think the dad does, but
0: the the mum's whole shtick is that she's so. Um, the whole reason she gets she gets on the in the van with John Candy uh, to Sheboygan or whatever. Um, is because she's cut up about leaving it
1: but then she's still blaming everybody at the hotel and everything and she, you know and those people at the hotel uh, they've been looking after him better than the parents have <laughs> Yeah <laughs> okay yeah fair enough. I mean if is that another point taken? <laughs> the point,
0: well sort of yeah but I mean she does have good lines but uh, yeah you you make a good point If I could be looked after by Tim Curry and Rob Schneider, I think I would jump yeah. the chance. Uh, uh, a young, rather than the uh, a
1: young Rob Schneider in a non-comedic role. He's <laughs> pretty comedic. He does that weird thing. He's, with he's not fingers. that funny in it. I mean, he's not yeah, that funny. true. But look, I enjoyed it. But it's—I tell you what—it's—it's it's brutal. That I was wincing at some of the, some of the antics in that stick film. He really—he, oh, he messes them up. Mm-hmm. He absolutely destroys them. All right. That was one bit of housekeeping and a second bit of it's not housekeeping, it's just it's just wrapping up Tom Month. Um Tom Hardy was in the Neaton last weekend oh, doing yeah. his uh doing his motorcycle proficiency test. Oh. There you go. Proficiency. How about that?
0: Uh, pretty good, yeah,
1: pr- pretty good. Yeah. Um, so there we go. There you go. That that that's Tom and done. I I was in um
0: Miami when it rained during hurricane season, so I felt a little bit like the McAllisters at
1: times, stuck in yeah. a room watching French films. Was it a big big storm? Or uh, well, it was just I mean, how many well, how many sort of days of like thunder and rain and, and that did you get days of thunder? You yeah you, yeah. That, I mean that was pretty good.
0: Um, well well shoehorned there. <laughs> okay, because we'll talk about days of thunder later on. But um, we yeah. we got probably like on off showers for at most an hour the whole time we were there. But you know when plays rained off, yeah. it really disturbs. You got to get in, you got to get Mac on, and all that sort of crap. So
1: would you say? I mean, would you say it was uh, far and away the biggest <laughs> storm you've ever seen? Or no, not really, no.
0: I wouldn't say that at no. all. I'd actually okay. say it's more like Thunder in Paradise, starring Hulk <laughs> Hogan. <Holden. laughs> okay. Uh, shall, right. Anyway, we uh, we've
1: been we've been bantering for far too long. What What um, have we got coming up this episode? Oh, we've got s- some saggy one that you just need to get off your chest about us reviewing things. Uh huh. That you know, fine. It's going to be an argument. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to have a, then we're going to have a life score, uh, and we'll calm things down after the Royal Rumble of me not caring about what you're saying, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we're going to be deep diving uh, all the way to Australia to hook up with Nicole Kidman and see what she's been up to and what she's gonna be up to. Okay,
0: and can I just um, actually intro the show properly just by saying seggy One that's coming up soon will just be film rating systems. Yeah, fine.
1: Gas on Bill. Yeah, with Gas, we're talking about Bill. It's the Gas on Bill podcast for real. You know what guys talk about Bill. It's the Gas on Bill podcast for real.
0: Okay, so there's jingle. there's been a jingle. Yeah. Right. So the the reason I wanted to bring this up is because You've been uh, intentionally difficult and passive-aggressive about the idea of just creating some simple system around how we do uh, film scores. So I thought, why don't we look at how people actually do film scores and why?
1: Okay, um, but just to just to clarify as well, mm-hmm. this has all come no. about uh, no. one because I've I've done a review of The Mummy in which I gave it seven out of ten, and then I've also reviewed. I mean, we say reviewed, it's just like initial thoughts on Baby Driver, where I've awarded it 8 out of 10, and you've messaged me saying, mate, we've got to sort out our review scores because they are all over the place. Well, they are, <laughs> they are. Well, I mean, I don't think they are, but carry on, yeah, right. explain your thought process.
0: Well, just to respond on that point,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so like, in, okay. in
0: fairness, I've seen neither of them, right? Right, but that, I mean, that but, is
1: unfair for then you to say it's all over the place. No,
0: no, no, but, uh, I mean, we just need to... Uh, we, I, I feel like we both need a system so we can both just go, right, okay, well, that, that fits, right? And I wouldn't care if you said a 10 if I thought the film was a 1, as long as your justification was, it sits at the 10 that we expected it to. Uh, okay, like, fine. For, for the right reasons, do you know what I mean? Like, an opinion's an opinion. Mm-hmm. But... So on, what's, on, what's, on the what's one your that, thinking then? On, on the one that you were just talking about there, even though I've not seen either of them, I feel like the quality of a baby driver is going to be like far and away better than the mother. No,
1: well, there you go. You're wrong. Okay, well, I'll, I'll need I, to go it's, see them. It, it's, well, for me, right, a score... See, I don't subscribe to this whole, like... Are you going to say know, scoring you, system? It's a scoring system of, like, oh... Uh, the Godfather has to be a ten, so that means, you know, um, Chappie can't be a nine or something. No, like that. No, no, because I think I know, think because you have to you have to rate them on how much. I mean, for me, it's how much you enjoyed them. When I get home, how much I I enjoyed watching it. And for me, with the Mummy, like I said before, like I went in with really low expectations, and I just enjoyed it all the way through. It's got its problems. But I I I enjoyed it more than watching fucking Chris Pratt turning into a bloody Pac Man in space, which was just bullshit. Okay. And so that that's a Guardians of the Galaxy reference for, yeah, no, for no reason, Galaxy, which is
0: another yeah. co- comparison. But I look, listen, yeah. I do agree. The only reason I mentioned the comparison was my expectation is that those films would be a, a larger amount different than what they actually were. Not not because you need to actually. Always justify a score by comparing it to another score. I don't think that's right. What I would say is like having rough criteria for what the score should mean when you award it is kind of helpful. I think so. Like I'm not. I'm not suggesting like if uh, the Godfather is a ten and is whatever it is, then everything else should be reductive from that point.
1: Um, But before, because that'd be ridiculous. Because I mean, for me, the Godfather is like a four. Well. I mean, you are wrong. Dead wrong. It's no it's no good, fellas. Let's put it that way. <sighs> Ian sighs uncontrollably.
0: <laughs> uh, right, so why don't we talk about, just super quickly, other people's methods, right? So, um, Roger Ebert does, does some thumbs-ups and shenanigans with someone else. Two thumbs-up is a definite
1: go-and-watch, right? But his- I mean, he's he's past to the spirit world so should we just steal that <laughs> He's, i don't know we could get a ouija board out and ask him yeah i mean it's only polite channel his thoughts into our reviews um, yeah. what did you think of the mummy <laughs>
0: <laughs> two thumbs down yeah i can imagine that would be the response uh but his so that was just on a tv show i believe but his his own personal system was a half was the lowest that you could go to Okay. Um, and, it would, because and it would only at least go up they've to four successfully
1: filmed it yeah is that right
0: uh, yes although there is a caveat to that which I'll come to so it goes from a half up to a four and a four star film is as good as it gets
1: now what what's that one with Jack Nicholson yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> No, that, that is good for you okay very good. Uh, for me yeah, that's great <laughs> okay for you <laughs> So four stars as good as it can be. Um, that, that's a rip-off yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but anyway, it can go lower than a half because if something's actually totally inept or like morally repugnant and horrible, then it can be a zero, because it's just it's really the fact that it is a film is a real problem. <laughs> Who else? Rotten Tomatoes use percentages, which is fairly straightforward. Okay. I mean, it's very precise though. <laughs> Yeah, Um, but then when you're aggregating various different um, user reviews and stuff, I guess that's precision that you need. IMDb does a kind of variation on that, which is their decimal points out of ten. Yeah. um, Scores so scores out of ten, then a Metacritic score, which appears, which is obviously a percentage, um, and then user reviews, and you can kind of tell by the positive sentiment of those what's good. So that I think that's pretty comprehensive.
1: Um, right, uh, okay. So then you've got also, you know, magazines like Total Film and Empire and stuff like that. Now they subscribe what, to the standard your, model, the stars, five stars, so it can go on the poster. Uh-huh. Um, now here's where my problem is. There is that I think they gave Independence yeah. Day two, uh-huh. four out of five, last year. Yeah,
0: that's kind of like when they've you also gave given seven attack- out
1: of Ten. They've also given Attack of the Clones. Uh, I think like four or five. That you know. So I mean, you can you can just be wrong. You and and why I say, I mean my my preferred scoring system would just be a word. Yeah, good. I would just say here's the word that that film made me feel. Fine. Yeah, Excellent. Fine. It's fine. It, you know because how can you reduce something to a number? Delightful. Delightful. Yeah, delightful. Fantastic, delightful, you know, shite, <coughs> which I imagine would probably be the new Transformers <laughs> film. I don't know. So, two I mean, and a half I, hours worth. I of agree. Bullshit. But
0: when I was trying to categorise a bit earlier on, and you were just like, ah, pff, what's the point? Fucking, it's like, well, yeah, what is the point? I don't really particularly need us to have a scoring system either.
1: Um, so we're so we gonna are we are we say is this a first? are We are we descoping something live on uh, on the podcast.
0: Let's talk about it offline.
1: Okay, uh, I mean, but I, I'd I'd prefer, you know, descriptive. I'd give it a word, a word, just a word or two. Yeah, no,
0: I mean that's kind of what what I was come, the the most recent point that you've made about um sort of the things that people review in the past and then you know comparatively they just don't make sense in the future. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of where I was coming from looking at some of the scores that we're giving things is that if we're going to have to stand by these then. Me yeah. giving the void a six or a seven probably won't hold up in a while, and I don't think—I would imagine that the mummy won't be a seven in years to come. That's three off perfect. Totally amazing. It's three points off that. So I, no, I just—I well, just think you know, if we're going to argue about it this much or there's that much uncertainty, why don't we just do words? More than words. <laughs> why don't uh, we do
1: yeah. No. i Yeah. Smells. Uh, no, I'm I'm happy with words, but I look, ultimately, ultimately you know, I'm gonna be standing by that seven out of ten for the rest of my life. I know. I thought it was good. But I mean I even even if in my heart of hearts you know it's it definitely. goes down to a six mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still a seven to me. You knew it, of that you knew it was
0: a five when you gave it a
1: seven, yeah. But. Well you were, you said in your in your Instagram review of The Void you were like I feel like it's a three or something, but you know, cause, cause, like they've tried with the practical effects, I'll give it a six. Yeah, it's just it's just a cop out.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it is a little bit. So that's why I was kind of thinking like something along the lines of, you know,
1: and it. All right, it, give me a, give me give me a summary of the void in one word. And I'd say subpar. That's kind of a hyphenated two-word excuse. A hyphenated fine. two
0: excuse for two words.
1: I think that's still fine.
0: Um, Ian consults thesaurus. No, I just take a
1: sip of <laughs> effervescent
0: water. Ah, mind Diction drink. Reduce. <laughs> um, Diction reduce. It's tricky to do a from- one-worder. I'm afraid on the spot I, I mean it's good it looked great I was mildly entertained
1: mild uh, okay mildly entertained I know
0: but that that belittles the fact that actually like it looks pretty good I think <sighs> cosmetically great mildly entertaining yeah okay yeah my idea was that like anything below five would be like times better spent on other things and as they get further and further down y- you get to uh, you know absolute garbage shite um, would rather and then insert something terrible there than watch this. Um, yeah, th- that kind of scale, and then anything above that, you got to look at like how close to just your absolute favourite movie this thing is.
1: Yeah, I mean for me, it's all about entertainment at the at the point of viewing and maybe rewatchability as well. So I probably wouldn't. I know I keep banging on about it, but I, I don't think I'll watch. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 again mm-hmm. don't think I can be arsed with it yep. but I, I think I will watch The Mummy again oh, and i you know, I'm just saying I'm going to watch it again I'll live stream it and I'll live stream my enjoyment <laughs> that goes up to 7 out of 10 and you can see it and prove it
0: well this this actually just reminds me of something else I mentioned to you today which is that people fucking hate the Transformers films Like some people really yeah. really hate them so that's a good reason yeah. I think for me to spend my time watching them Whereas, you, you're like oh, I'm gonna rewatch The Mummy, which is a film that's like kinda of
1: fine. You haven't seen it. It's a seven out of ten. It's, it's it's fine. It's better than fine, is it? Well, you should go and see. You should go and see the Transformers and uh, and give us give us a review. I'm I'm gonna try and watch all the
0: Transformers together, and then I'll see. There's no point. They're the same film. I know. And then I'll watch The Mummy, and I'll watch. Uh, what else did you see? Baby Driver.
1: Baby Driver. We can yeah.
0: compare notes and it will be a scientific experiment with no science. Fine. Um, and Do it. And from that point forth we'll decide whether or not we score
1: anything ever. Okay. And Great. and I'm
0: quite happy with let's just not score anything because hey, it's not a competition. It's our. No, it isn't.
1: I don't like scores. Scores are bullshit. That's what losers They're say. They're just numbers. Life scores? Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna grade
0: our lives out of 10 now
1: yeah okay <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
0: did you not get what was funny about that, <laughs> that <was laughs> i've got it now yeah good
1: live score. how are you live scorn i'm fine thank you live scorn out of 10 live scorn Probably like a, a four. Why don't you go first? Seeing as I think I think you're the most excited. I, you've you've been doing the most mad stuff. I
0: feel like um, we didn't have quite as bad an argument there because I don't think it's changed my life score. Um, oh, I felt that could have gotten okay. more heated, and I'm actually a little bit disappointed feel, that it didn't.
1: I feel like we've agreed on something. Yeah, that is a good idea, actually. No, I do see where you're coming from with that. Well, no, that is a fair point. Well,
0: what'd you knock off, mate? <laughs> fancy a pint nah <laughs> yeah okay so i've been away i've been talking for about seven podcasts about going away on a holiday so i went to miami it was good it was great i went to a jewish wedding and the jewish wedding had a scottish twist to it because the groom was uh, is <laughs> yeah. It's not posthumously the groom he is the groom yeah he has Scottish parents, uh, actually okay. from ridiculously close to where my parents are. And he had all of his English groomsmen wear kilts. I wore mine, yep. which was excellent. Uh, yep. uh, not me, but the fact that everyone did was excellent. Um, yep. We went to some Jewish services and listened to Hebrew. Um, but at the actual service as well, there were. Um, about fifteen drum kits or something—I don't know, maybe ten drum kits.
1: Did you did you have a guy? I
0: didn't because those were there for official drummers on behalf of Tom Tom Magazine, which is the brides oh. female drummer magazine, uh, and they all oh. played like drums when they came out and when they went away and then like during this, the, the party afterwards and stuff okay. and the bride and groom both played drums during their first song <laughs> not throughout all right, of it okay. but like as a little kind of wild
1: breakdown thing just the intro to Painkiller by Judas Priest yeah right? uh, I, can't, I can't do it
0: <laughs> for some reason I just thought if I started tapping I would be able to just do that
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was actually quite complicated uh,
0: actually there's more to that But yeah, so that was all cool. And it was inside uh, a science museum, which had (laughs) an enormous, you'll like this, megalodon shark behind the top table.
1: Ah, soon to be uh, in a film with Jason Statham. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that one.
0: Yeah. well, There's a couple of others I can't wait for as well.
1: That is going to be a 7 out of 10. It's going to be mega... (laughs) Yeah, so, anyway, carry on. Uh, You you were dancing, you had a a kilt on.
0: Yeah, it was just, I mean, it was a really good time. I had a great time when I was there, so I can't complain. Long flight back, and you are asking me about my effervescent that I'm drinking here. If you'd you'd asked me yesterday, now, scheduling conflicts meant it wasn't possible, but if you had, I would have been saying, yeah, I'm actually feeling quite ill because of all the recycled (laughs) air and travelling and all that sort of stuff. Um,
1: Second-hand, maybe third-hand... Farts. Third
0: hand. Third lung farts.
1: (laughs) 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 They've passed through three lungs. And 12
0: anuses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Filtered. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I I, I felt pretty run down. I had kind of dodgy jet lag for a little while. But yeah, it's good. And then got back, went to one day of work. That's one X day of work. Yeah, pointless. I know, I should have taken it off. And my boss actually took that day off. Him and I had both been off for the same time. And then I got back to work on the Friday and I was expecting him to have already been back for a day. Turns out he just took both days off. Ah, you're
1: a sucker. I
0: know. And then on the Friday I went off to Stockholm and saw um, Saw kind of took part in Midsummer, which is like their... um, What's the word? Well, basically it's the middle of summer. (laughs)
1: Right, okay. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. Um, It's the time when the sun reaches
0: its highest point and then starts to descend the days afterwards.
1: The equinox?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Equinox, is that right? Yeah. I mean, can you say something without an upward inflection at the end? Yes. (laughs) Right, exactly. It was the equinox. Thanks for the validation there. Okay. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of
1: it. Uh, Back to work today. All good. It's fine. That's kind of it. No, no. No film-related things. Did you watch anything on the plane?
0: I, I watched the entire series of Glow, Glamorous Gl- Ladies of Glow. Wrestling. All
1: right. Okay. Yeah, is that is that good? i really
0: liked it actually. Yeah, I thought to begin with it was actually quite sexist because um, there was a lot of skin on display. Um, but as the characters developed, I actually kind of realised there's a lot kind of
1: more to it. Um, it's good fun. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. Uh, so that's a glowing recommendation. Wow, you should be in Um...
0: Alison Bree's very good in it, as are a number of other people. It's got Mark Maron from that podcast that's not as good as this one. WTF? Okay. Uh, he plays a yeah. character in that as well. Um, Shout, does he do a lot of shouting and getting angry? No, he does a lot of depressing... Like kind of depressing ba da da Um, six o'clock shadow
1: stuff so you watched a a series yeah
0: and uh, I'm certain I did watch a film on the way out but I just can't remember what it was
1: and my review
0: of that film is not memorable forgettable (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, five five gettable Uh, I think that's about it I would say that my score had you asked me yesterday it would probably be a four but it's not a four score it's an eight and a half score Jesus okay so pretty good what difference a day can make yeah, all
1: said and done. All said slash done. Okay. What about you? Ah, funny you should ask. Uh, no, uh, I'm good. I'm probably at about an... I, I may even go as high as a nine. I knew you were going to do that. I went to see Little Mix. Oh,
0: mate. Yep, One. on. With, I, be, uh, I bet you that so was a
1: seven as well. What I would say is I thought I thought they were fine, but uh, it's, you know, Rosie has finished. C- could, I, uh, could
0: I ask just before you get into it? I ask yep. the just because we're on scores right <laughs> if if your daughter's enjoyment of her first gig had nothing to do with it and I know it's hard to separate these things right yeah but if that had nothing to do with it how would you rate them
1: uh, probably like a seven or something like that they right so
0: that's validated it you are <laughs> essentially chalking up depressing entertainment as sevens in some sort of way <laughs> making <laughs> yourself feel happier. <laughs>
1: yeah but but my but Rosie yeah, was so happy about about you know when they came on stage your face just lit up like you know I know I know it was it was like sort of the greatest thing like you know as if Arnie would have just walked around the corner or something and I want you to say sorry I'd be like oh, cry but um Okay. You know, she, she just loved it. So we went to see Little Mix. I mean, it wasn't the best stage, however. They had a couple of little fireworks and stuff, but you know, it, it was fine. But we we enjoyed it. Uh, I I got Rosie a program. You know, a program. Mm-hmm. Was that twenty four pounds? It was ten pounds. But inside they they've got I think it's like ten of ten or twelve questions. Uh, for each member of Little Mix, and they're they're basically just one-word answers or so. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you these questions, if that's all right. And and what do I have to answer? What I think they will. You'll, you'll know what? when. Listen, when you get the question, it will become clear. Okay. So we, let's just try and get through this as quickly as possible. So the first thing that comes into your head, uh, margarita or pepperoni? Pepperoni. Ketchup or mayo? Mayo. Mate. Fuck off! It's not (laughs) mayo. It's not. It's not versatile enough. Um, You're right, mate. If you could, if you could be any animal, what would it be? Dog. (laughs) What what sort of dog?
0: One of the fucking good ones.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like a wolf dog, or like a black lab. A black lab, or like a big dopey kind of stupid black lab. Yeah, yeah, just having a well good time. Yeah, okay, getting loads of fuss. Uh, if you were stranded on a tropical island, what two things would you want with you? Um, a laptop and a Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> so, as long as your battery lasts, yeah? Ah, oh, shit. Mate, you've, you've fucked it now.
0: <laughs> I mean, the first things that come into my head. I'm also browsing Netflix for what I watched on the plane,
1: but I mean, carry on. Okay, <laughs> what is the thing you're most afraid of? You. Or Opinions, your opinions, <laughs> winter or summer,
0: winter days, summer nights. <laughs>
1: okay, fine. I mean, you can't have both, it's not you know, a, I don't know. Go, go live in okay, books, books, or movies. I mean, this should be obvious. Mm. I must say, I prefer a book. <laughs> well, why are we the guys and books podcast then? No, uh, it's we keep def- saying this, it's definitely films. Okay. Board games or video games? Uh, board games, actually. Really? Yeah. Like what? Um, I, We've never played a board game together. I know,
0: but that's because you don't give me the uh, Tom Hardy or Tom... Hanks. Hanks experience. Experience. Turn up at yours. Especially not the good breakfast. No.
1: Okay, swap. you swap lives with someone for one day. Who is it? Um, <laughs> you swap lives with me and make me go and rob a bank and get me in prison. Is that right?
0: No, I was going to say like either Arnold Schwarzenegger or one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's minders so that I could uh, talk him up about how great I am in real life and then he'd come find me. And we'd just be best <laughs> right, buddies forever. You've
1: only, got, you've only got 24 hours for one of his, his low-level staff.
0: I didn't say low-level, I just said one of his minders. He doesn't need minders.
1: <laughs> You're out of your mind. Okay. F- okay, so you can fly or be invisible.
0: I mean, these are these are some of life's big, big questions. I'm, yeah, I'm glad no, I mean, that Little mix are
1: tackling them. Yeah. Um,
0: I would be I would fly because you get to see loads of stuff. Um, yeah. and it's CD to be invisible. Everyone, every, <laughs> everyone's seen Kevin Bacon. Uh, yeah.
1: And and his and his, like, and his Willy. Yeah. When it starts going invisible, and you just see like his penis muscles yeah yeah, and Um, teeth and that
0: yeah I I think it's too seedy to go invisible so I'd fly and the thing is if you can fly you can peek in like the showers anyway just fly (laughs) just fly like around the window right (laughs) right Okay. And then and then someone's like, Oh shit, who's that? and you fly away. Or you you push uh the sergeant in front of you and then
1: get out of the way like uh Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you can live underwater or outer space. Um It's gotta be underwater with Cameron, hasn't it? I'd prefer outer space, but with with um Gravity, Sandra Bullock.
0: No, more like um, Matt Damon.
1: Europa Report.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, like Matt Damon on Mars. Sure, I mean that's that's not really outer space. That's that's just a planet. Okay, go back or forwards in time.
1: Back or forward in time.
0: Yeah. Um, And where? Hey, listen. Forward. I know what happened in the past, or at least what other people are telling me did.
1: Wouldn't you want to go and find out for sure? No. You could you could stop something butterfly effect style.
0: I know, but then i cause a nexus point. I'd cause a nexus point in the timeline.
1: Okay, so you'd go forwards, where to? What would you do?
0: Don't know, just far enough that I wouldn't see in my
1: natural lifetime, so I could check it out, I suppose. Okay, so final one. A genie grants you three wishes. What are they? Remember, the Wishmaster's going to be listening on this, <laughs> so whatever you say, you're getting maimed.
0: Uh, if you if you'd asked me this in advance I would have thought of some great film related ones but here's some just straight from the heart wishes yeah, that's what we're um, world peace
1: number 1 okay i mean can you argue with that so yeah you, the the whole world gets nuked so there's no one left to fight i mean that's not really giving
0: those who have been nuked any peace whatsoever but it's still peaceful I mean, the way you are you interpreting these as the Wishmaster?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: well I mean, in that case I don't need to do the other two.
1: Yeah, you fucked. <laughs> okay, so um I went to see Baby Driver. Um I'm just gonna quickly listen, this is a film p- Ian Donhoff, this is a film podcast. Sure. Look no This I get is it. the most up to date we've ever been. I know. Because this this film is out now. I know. It's just you can go and see it. We're still You know, life scoring, but sure, carry on. But this is this is film, so baby driver Edgar Wright. Okay, I'm just going to quickly go through the the pros and then the cons. Okay, just one one or two words the Subaru, his car, Mm -hmm. loved it. Did you? Um, Nice choice. Jamie Foxx, best thing about it by far. Okay, Kevin Spacey, second best thing about it by far. The chases and the action were really good they were just were they the third some of the, third best thing about it by far well no they, they, they were just really good they were inventive you know they had that kind of you know like like kind of funny stunts i suppose and little little gags in the in the action like a jackie chan film would have like a uh, you know him sort of Pierce falling Rosen. over or oh no Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, so some kind of like funny things going on so there was some good humor in it uh, it was pretty tense as well, so I didn't expect it to get quite so intense towards the end. But it did, and it was really quite nice. Um, John Hamm was good. It was pretty brutal in places. I didn't expect that either. It's quite violent, uh, and the editing was really good. Uh, it, it was kind of like you know how Edgar Wright normally does these really choppy.
0: And he tells a story in a couple of seconds rather than seconds. Yeah. Minute.
1: So yeah, right. there is a lot. There is a lot of that. And that leads on into the into the cons um, because the editing is one of the cons as well because it, it sometimes is so frequent and so often that sometimes the film feels like it it just teeters over into style over substance every so often. All the gunshots are to the music, all the car chases to the music, so it's all cut on the beat. So every time someone fires a, a gun, it's always to like, the exact beat of the snare and stuff like that. So it, it kind of like it makes the action scenes a little bit more stylistic rather than anything that's kind of tense or natural. It's it's like a music video. The main character himself, baby, looks I've got to say, wasn't keen. I just I didn't I didn't get mad invested in him mm-hmm. or his love interest. They they weren't mad interesting. They were just a little bit kind of flat and. A bit boring. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the way he's handled all the female characters in the film. They're all just really underwritten, um, being pinballed around left, right, and centre, dragged here by the guys. They don't have any kind of uh, motivation of their own. They're just going along with what the the guys are saying. That you know, and I didn't expect that. the 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 kind of gender balance like we were talking about Wonder Woman the other week, it's quite, you know, good in that, obviously. The the guys and the girls have, you know, their, you know, good motives for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this, not so much. It's it's one of the worst I've, I've seen in a long time for just the, the ladies in it being absolutely useless. Uh, and the final thing, I didn't buy into the music. I didn't buy that this, you know, 18, 19-year-old lad is... Driving around, listening to the Damned and deep cuts off Queen's earliest albums, it, it felt to me like it was Edgar Wright's like playlist that he had when he was at uni, and he's always wanted this in a film. But I don't. I just wasn't convinced that it was the friend of the podcast. Ryan came out and said it was a great soundtrack, so I understand that some people are gonna like that. But personally, I I, I wasn't sold that it was say, like say something like Drive. Mm-hmm you know, with its kind of electro synthwave soundtrack kind of had a style all of its own. Mm. And then it built from that. And since then, it's really a lot of films have copied that style. Whereas this is kind of a little bit like Guardians, a little bit like Suicide Squad, where it's just every single scene has a new classic dad rock track. Mm. And it just gets a little bit repetitive. Uh, and I just didn't buy into it. But overall, it's a really entertaining film. And, uh, you know, my gripes are pretty minor because I did really enjoy it. And you've given it a name. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just really entertaining. And, like, Jamie Foxx is just, he's just so good in it unbelievable how good he is
0: Wow. so it's interesting listening to that because uh, music wise I know the choices will probably be better but I can understand um, like so there's been a trend recently for Guardians of the Galaxy and Suicide Squad and stuff like that just to fire stuff in that tell part of the story Uh, and I don't think that will be the ambition here but I get the point of you saying like well yeah but why would that character be listening to that like is it realistic for that character to be listening to that so I can get that point but
1: they, they do, in a way, address it, but I didn't feel quite enough. And also, it's a it's a pretty bad name for a film, too. I know, it's terrible. Because you've, you've had a film this year called Boss Baby. Mm-hmm. and Now you've got Baby Driver. And I think people are going to get a little bit confused, thinking it's going to be like Baby's Day Out or something. Mm. You know, it's going to be like a, a kid's film or something. Um, I think you, you probably should have thought twice before naming the film. So but that may be just being fortunate.
0: The other the other thing about that is that you have said um you've said a lot about this film and you you've sung the praises of uh Jimmy Fox and how he's actually excellent. But yeah, yeah. this is only one point better than the mummy and you said nothing really about what was good about the mummy other than the fact that you liked it. So there you go, that scores. That's what I mean is like if it's thought provoking and the editing and stuff is like even if some parts of it are bad, but it's noticeable that the craft's there.
1: Yeah, the craft is there. And then it, But the craft was there uh, in a way in the mummy as well. Was it?
0: You didn't. You yeah, didn't I mean, say anything got, about
1: that. They got crew. They got crews in the vomit. In the vomit comments That's not. That's uh, not film craft. That's a stunt. <laughs> that's, oh oh oh. Ian, are you are you. All the stunt men listening to this now are going fucking why? I like no. It's. I mean, I, stunting's not a craft. No the The point
0: is that a stunt or visual effects or cinematography are all parts of the character uh, are all parts of the uh, film toolbox, right? But like the specifics of they did a stunt doesn't make it good. It just means that they've got one in it.
1: But I'd say here in the mummy there was a lot of there was a lot of kind of again like Jackie Chan esque visual gags, like visual like fighting gags where there there was like funny fighting and
0: yeah loads of it
1: like tom cruise punching a zombie in the head and getting his hand stuck through his head and then having to fight another one off while he's trying you know all that kind of stuff there was a lot there's loads of that sort of sort of stuff all right so he's um modeled his fighting style after the smallest man in (laughs) and 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 there was a there was you know the the dick joke in wonder woman Mm mm-hmm there was exactly the same dick joke in in The Mummy as well. Mm. Where, like, everyone just walks in on him and he's there standing there with his Johnson out. What were you doing in the movie? Now, no, hold on. He does have... A huge the, dick. Uh, a huge dick. And he drags it along the floor. He chucks it over his shoulder and then steps out of the way. Uh, no, he he actually does cover his modesty in, and step back, whereas Chris Pine in, in Wonder Woman's just standing there like... And take a look at that lake. Look at me sausage. Uh-huh. You know, two different people. Is that an Australian two different... accent? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Is that an Australian accent? Uh, Welsh. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Anyway we're uh, digressing and we're massively the-
0: and we've got Nicole Kidman still to come
1: I think I'll probably double check that so we're getting in the uh, in the submersible but we've had to take a, a plane all the way to Ramsey Street and to did we did we fly ons
0: did we fly in Qantas yeah yeah we did Qantas never crashed. That's a line yeah. from Rainman.
1: Ah, okay. He fine. wouldn't fly on any uh, other
0: apart from Qantas anyway. Okay. And then they take a road trip, I think.
1: Yeah, so we're we're uh, about to get in this it's a scorching day in Australia and we're about to get into the into the submersible. Um James Cameron has allowed another lady to get in, so you know, he's what, fine. He's fine with it. What does that
0: imply? That James Cameron won't have women
1: in the submersible. <laughs> that is what I'm implying. Yeah, no, he's fine. He's he's just, you know, Sarah Connor is not in there now, so he's he's gonna have another. He's fine. So she's, she's going nor is Catherine Bigelow, or Gayland Heard.
0: The other the Gay-Lan. other strong women in his life that he'd had enough of.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's she's getting into the uh, into the submersible, ready for a deep dive into the. Uh, Mariana Trench, wherever that is, is it on Australia? Probably on probably. Australia. This yeah. is interesting so because if...
0: she doesn't necessarily need the submersible. Why? Because she's going to be playing Atlana in Aquaman, ah. uh, who's a queen and is a superhero. Now, I I don't know much about this. Underwater. Breath underwater. Um, now, the I had a very quick look at what the, this character's traits were. Um, I don't know anything about that film, the Aquaman film, but it's funny because there's a description of a couple of things that she can do, right? Now, swimming is one of them, right?
1: So I can swim. So she's
0: good at swimming, right? I'm quite good. Now, there are two things here. Superhuman durability, brackets, implied, okay. and superhuman strength, brackets, implied,
1: <laughs> I mean I can imply both of those things
0: exactly and actually it's easier yeah. to imply that someone can swim by just having them emerge out of water wet than yeah. it is
1: Oh, mate, I I'm, I wasn't knackered the other day when I uh, finished the park run uh, so I've got superhuman well, durability I mean, I'm and strength have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there you go she's going to have all those things as Queen Atlanna in Aquaman implied mm. she's only going to
1: imply her role Yeah, Mm -hmm. she only has to imply. I mean, she is acting after all. I mean, they're not really Aquaman. Uh, So do you know who was born on the 20th of July, 1967? Uh, Was it Dave Mustaine? No, it was actually Nicole Kidman. Oh. Uh, But also born on the 20th of July in different years is John Goodman. Okay. Okay. And uh, Robert Rodriguez, so she shares the birthday there. She was born in Honolulu, Hawaii, in USA, oh. while her parents were were abroad. Do you know who else was born in Hololulu? Honolulu, Honolulu? Ha 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 ha! Honolulu, mesh money, Benny. Not James Bond. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while since Sean Connery's gray star podcast. Listen,
0: whenever Nicole's around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry,
1: who was born in Honolulu? Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah, okay. Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> Maggie Q. And Barack Obama.
0: Now, it's interesting because Jason Momoa is Aquaman.
1: Yeah. Correct. So, they they
0: swam know. from there to the USA.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: With tridents and like implied
1: strength and durability. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if I mean you know you can imply whatever you want. I mean you know.
0: And she implied that she was Australian.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, so I mean I've I I do know a little bit about Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but let's get on to that later. Well, so do you want do you want the um, I mean not the official synopsis, but I've got a little uh, bio biography. The
0: official biography.
1: <laughs> Uh, no actually I've I've just got her I've got her trademarks do you want these Um, I think I know them but sure blonde hair and blue eyes again not a trademark no
0: (laughs) and not not actually even her kind of main thing anyway she was always a redhead and one of my points was going to be that she's softened that so much that now everyone thinks she's blonde
1: you know statuesque model like figure Mm Mm-hmm. Figure. Again, I mean, is it a trademark? Um, her independent <laughs> films often feature the theme of grief and sorrow. Correct. Such as birth and rabbit hole. I mean, two films. So you can't, again, say that out of a career spanning decades that two films are, are a trademark, mm. really. Okay. Often portrays upper class women in epics, which I'd, I'd say is fair. Mm-hmm. I mean there's there's a few of those. She you know she can she can do posh quite well. Mhm. Agreed. So there you go. There's there's her, there's her trademarks. I mean I'd say, you know, she's Australian for a start. Well, she's know? not. She's from Honolulu. Yeah, but you know parents are and she lived there and that, that is her accent. Okay. Uh
0: there's one more basic fact about her. I'd call that section basic facts
1: basic facts um, she's 5 foot
0: 11 that's what I was going to say towering over you by 2 inches and Tom Cruise correct more importantly yeah. um, but I find the you part of it funnier right I don't know why. have you ever worn lifts have I ever You've worn lifts no <laughs> why don't I wear lifts no I'm joking it was a joke but your reaction has made it funnier <laughs> no <laughs> Why would I? Uh, okay, great. So um, I don't know how you want to go about this, but I've got plenty of bits and bobs to chat through.
1: Um, well, I've got I've got quite an interesting uh, says casting in fact here. Mm-hmm. Um, get this: she has appeared in a film called My Life with Michael Keaton, Peacemaker with George Clooney, um, Batman Forever with Val Kilmer, and Portrait of a Lady with Christian Bale. So. She has worked with she's worked her way most of the Batman. Batman.
0: Yeah. Um not Ben Affleck though.
1: But Casey Affleck. Oh well, same thing. She's she's been with Batman's brother. Yeah, she's been she's she's acted with Batman's brother in uh, To Die For Ted which we'll Ted Wayne. We'll get on late, get on that one later. To die for. To die for You know another you've asked me about this one
0: before. You know another Batman related point though is that she's playing Queen Atlana Atlanna in right. Aquaman which is part of the DC Universe but she also played yeah. Chase Meridian
1: in Batman Forever so what's real <laughs> yeah well I don't know I mean they might have an origin story and try and uh, try and sort this one Fingers out crossed. bitten by a radioactive aqualung yeah, I mean, well, implied to anyway. I
0: mean, I really like her in that film. She's good. She's there. I mean, her yeah, lines, okay. admittedly, are not there.
1: But um, yeah. Did you Did you know she attended Princess Diana's funeral with her then husband Tom Cruise? Yeah. You did know. Yeah, that. I read it the other day. Do you know what we have in common? We read the IMDb. Uh, Kid Kidman Kidman and I. Oh yeah. Don't know. Uh, so. <clears throat> She uh develops short sightedness, which I also suffer from. Mm. Uh and she usually wears contact lenses but wears glasses on occasions. Now we're we're different. I wear glasses most of the time and contact lenses on occasions. So, you know. One of them. Isn't it? Um I,
0: I'm more on her side except I never wear contact lenses. I'm the same.
1: Yeah. You wear glasses sometimes, Yeah,
0: though. That's one that's one. Because
1: I, I was I was watching uh Something came up. I was I was deleting all the. I mean, this can be edited out. I, I watched uh, some footage of you earlier mm-hmm. on on the internet uh, you, where you, you were. You watch me at, on your spare time, do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you were you were presenting a game uh, maybe E three or gamer or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were wearing a Johnny Cash T shirt and you had your glasses on, mm-hmm. and you were wobbling your voice way, your way through uh, a presentation yeah I was really hungover <laughs> <laughs>
0: I horrifically hungover really I said right at the start of it sorry I've lost my voice yeah you because I was quite I was Wait, quite confident doing the
1: presentation and the yeah, people didn't well, bother you me you didn't look confident but I was just like you didn't oh, sound confident yeah what we you out you were out the night before like here we here we here we fucking go uh yes. Okay. Um her fans refer to themselves as Kid Maniacs <laughs> <laughs> or is that Kid Maniacs? Kid Maniacs, I think. But I mean that that implies maybe a different thing. Um <laughs> I think they need to I think they need to rebrand themselves. That's what I'm saying. You're saying that pedophiles need to rebrand themselves? Uh, oh, no, I'm saying Nicole Kidman fans need to rebrand themselves. Ah, okay, yeah, I see. I see. Nicola, Nicola maniacs, maybe.
0: <sighs> Nicola maniacs running wild, brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, uh, so what, what's your what's your favorite Nicole Kidman film? Um, well, it's quite a few, and I think they all
0: occupy a similar sort of place in my mind. But my favorite is, and I, I think you're gonna sigh. What, what would you guess that my favorite is?
1: Batman Forever.
0: Right, that's my favorite film that she star- that she happens to be in. Right, but my favorite right. film where she's actually it,
1: eyes wide shut.
0: No, no, it's not. Okay, good, good guess, but it's not that. But mine is Moulin Rouge.
1: Okay, that's fine.
0: she's really good in that. Wow. And and I guess my distinction yeah. is I I find Batman Forever really fun and stupid, and I do enjoy that, and it's great that she's in it. It's just she's not important in it point being that in Moulin Rouge she's actually super exciting, she's got a really like, she's got the part that basically the entire film pivots around um, and her illness in it is what the film revolves around and what changes other characters' perceptions of her and also she sings, dances and like just generally does everything
1: in it actually sings as well
0: and sang that song with Robbie Williams around the same time
1: that's true, yeah.
0: Okay, that's true. What was the song called? Um, then I go and spoil it all by saying something.
1: I, I think it's just like saying something. I stupid, like, like you.
0: Like you. Uh, no, I love you, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh, no. I, I was just quoting a, a peep show. There. Oh right. Um, so, I I think my favorite. I mean, we. I know you weren't asking me, but I'm just jumping in here. Um, my my favorite one uh-huh. uh, of her is. Uh, is a film called To Die For. Now, I'm going to read you the official synopsis. We haven't had an official synopsis yet. The official synopsis. An aspiring television personality manipulates a group of teenagers into killing her husband, who she sees as a threat to her career. Uh, So this has got Casey Affleck and Joaquin Phoenix uh, in it as well. And it's Joaquin Phoenix. Uh Uh, And it was actually his Joaquin's Phoenix first acting credit where he was credited as that. Okay. Before that, he was known as... Do you know what? Um, No. Leaf Phoenix.
0: Oh, yeah, I should have known
1: that. I Shut up. Oh, kicking yourself. No, so this, this film, she kind of plays like a... Like a it's, it's just quite a dark role. There's a little bit, I guess, of... Patrick Bateman. Something, but yeah, Patrick Bateman. 100%, yeah. They they would be great in a film together. Just getting one up on the competition. Uh, it's a good film. She's just really good in so it. So she also, yeah. So she doesn't play a lot of bad man roles. You know, she's always quite fairly decent. But there's a film that's coming out this year um, that she looks like she's going to be pretty brutal in. The big guy. But we'll get to that towards the end. Yeah, it looks really it's, good. I think it's uh, already. She, in fact, it might be. But um, she's really good in, the, in To Die For. She's brutal, you know. She's she's dark, she's cold, calculating. You know, and the way she kind of gets... Manipulates people into these, like, you know, young kids into, into you know, doing her bidding is is good. Uh, it's a Gus Van Sant film. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's pretty good. I recommend it. Uh, and the that, first that film was, I like, saw, her breakthrough, right? Pretty much. Or was it Dead Calm? Uh, yeah, no, Dead Calm is... Or was it BMX Bandits? Mm, yeah, well, Dead... Probably not BMX Bandits. Dead
0: Calm is the first one I think I ever saw her in. Um, Same. No, re- so the
1: official synopsis, just quickly. The official synopsis! Uh, after, a trage- tra- <coughs> after a tragedy... Hold on. After a tragedy, John Ingram and his wife, Ray... Sam Neil, Spend some time... Yeah. Spend some time isolated at sea... When they come across a stranger who abandoned a sinking ship, that wasn't another cum joke, by the way. That is that is the official synopsis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dead calm. They don't, don't find Sam Neil doesn't find a stranger defeat. and start you know, you know, a crossing you know that doesn't
0: happen. While you were doing a cum joke, I was trying to do the uh, voiceover man's uh, delivery of the name of the film and its tagline, but it's fine. We'll just leave that as it is. Uh, an audio noise an audio which noise.
1: includes the sound
0: <laughs> in the middle of it which i'm sure people will appreciate in their headphones can i
1: can i read you, can i just read you something here i mean i actually think this film is pretty good as it goes yeah, it looks good. uh dead calm i actually think it's pretty decent i've seen it a few times um, um i think uh, it's using, basically
0: using a film student's words i think i'd quite
1: like to reappraise that now because uh, the last time oh, i saw right, it okay. was
0: when i was about 10 uh or younger yeah
1: well all right 10 year old me thought it was pretty decent Same. it was like a it's basically like a fatal attraction on a ship, right? With but Billy Zane was uh Glenn Close, yeah, right? Had her. So sex and sex and nudity. Look, listeners, I'm gonna be reading out graphic descriptions of uh sexual nature right now. So, you know, make sure you're wearing loose fitting clothes. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um there is a sex scene oh. between the characters Ray Ingram and Huey Warriner. Oh, nice nudity includes showing Ray's breasts and the bare butts of both characters what about his bare chest uh, unequal prob- I'd, I'd imagine he is he's bare chested unless he's basically just making the love with a just fully nude but with but t-shirt, just a, right? a t-shirt t-shirt on <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah like a toddler
1: um, or not like yeah. a toddler <laughs> what the fuck Ian <laughs> 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 no, but I think mean, toddlers run. Is run that about this kid in, like, maniacs again?
0: Just t shirts. <laughs>
1: I think grown men <laughs> yeah. look like toddlers if they have no bottoms on and just a t shirt. Uh, okay, the scenes with nudity are shown briefly, but there is a close up of Ray's facial expressions <laughs> where she pants and moans as Huey has sex with her. Mm. In the television edit, she is seen on top of him, but short shorts are digitally added what? to cover her rear. What? Mate. Mate. Wait, that's what it says here. That's insane. That is insane. That's like adding Kevin Costner's, Costner's hair, hair back Water into Waterworld. Water yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: It's all the ones at sea, mate.
1: <laughs> that's it. They have to yeah. digitally add things after. Oh, no. You can see a bum. Quick, digitally add some... Pa- oh, no, you can see Kevin Costner's forehead. Put some hair on it.
0: When film crews yeah. are out at sea, they get the mania and they just
1: turn to CG. That's what's happened to James Cameron. He's
0: been at sea for too long.
1: I, I think I need to see the TV edit against the... Yeah. Cinematic edit just to see how I mean how good are these these digital shorts going to be. That's what I'm asking. I mean, they might be good enough I might buy a pair. And <laughs> <I'm> what sorry? <laughs> what I just said I might buy a pair. <laughs> just walking around London in digital shorts, which
0: which in actual fact only gets edited in later, so I'll just be walking around <laughs> nude. A man a man nude but in a t-shirt. Like a okay. like a giant toddler. <laughs>
1: Like a kid maniac. Uh, OK, so, uh, yeah, it's it basically, you know, there's, there's scenes of a sexual nature. There's also violence as well. The violence includes the physical act of hitting and kicking. Uh-huh. Uses of weapons such as flares, a harpoon and a shotgun. I remember all those scenes. Uh-huh. Uh, there are moments of Huey Warren strangling Ray Ingram and tossing her around. And there is blood and gore coming from the car crash scene in the beginning of the movie. A baby is seen being ejected through a window during a car crash. I can't remember that. Jesus. A dog is seen pinned to a wall after being shot with a harpoon gun, and a man gets shot in the mouth with a flare. I mean, there's a, I do remember that. There's a lot going that on. That was the end, boss. That was the that was the uh, final kill. Yeah, Billy's in. done. Yeah, yeah, Sam Neill, glowing skull. Yeah, glowing skull in the water. Tss. Kumiya Baba so there you go Baba it's quite a frightening intense film yeah I'm up
0: for it that's the one I yeah. picked out as, as I need to check it out again
1: yeah hmm. I think I think we should do a we should do a feature of is it still good yeah great is it still good when was the last time you saw it when I was 10 oh we had no top on and I mean I had a top on and no underwear I was just watching it <laughs> okay but I mean it, 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 it digitally added shorts afterwards so it's fine
0: okay shall we move on
1: yeah, um, couple couple so, more things I have, but um, okay. Carry on. I mean,
0: do you have a format in mind?
1: Uh, I've only got things that are coming out this year, like her her upcoming okay. films. I mean, well, I I I have, two, I have
0: two more things that are in the past, right? So okay, Days of Thunder, you know it. Our working relationship. Eyes wide shut. Okay, you you know it and and you've seen it.
1: Mhm.
0: Uh, Far and away, have you seen that? No. So those are the three that I think I can kind of pick out that her and Tom Cruise were on screen in. So given that neither of us have seen Far and Away, which is better, Day, Days
1: of Thunder or Eyes Wide Shut? I, I really don't like Eyes Wide Shut. I've 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 said this before. I'm not I'm not keen. Uh, I know a lot of people like it, and you know it's Stanley Kubrick and blah blah blah. But Kubrick, I just oh, I just never really got it. I never really saw the the appeal. Do I you like any other stuff I found of it really films? boring. I just found it really boring. I I love yeah other ones yeah,
0: <laughs> other ones. I love Wine I do.
1: No, sh- you know the Shining, Full Metal Jacket, brilliant. Okay, uh, I I could rewatch either of Days of Thunder
0: or Eyes Wide Shut, but I think I lean towards Eyes Wide Shut. It's not Kubrick's best film, but it's 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 got a re- it's got a real tone to it. Um, but rather than it's rewatch any of tone. them. She'd probably watch Far and Away instead. Uh, Okay, and the other thing I was going to say is just... um, Now, this is more of a question. I think I maybe know the answer, but she has won an Oscar for The Hours. Now, in terms of our previous shows about specific actors, in our Tom shows, we were talking about Best Film and Best Transformation. (laughs) Now, she transforms herself into Virginia Woolf in The Hours and really doesn't look a lot like herself.
1: But... Have you
0: actually seen it?
1: Uh, no, but I read about it today, and I read that she she didn't want to do her voice. Uh, I mean, I guess Virginia Woolf must have like a very distinct reading voice.
0: She does, although she only there's only one real recording of her doing reading. I think. I think. Um, can you do an impression of it? No, I can. not It's very distinctive, though. Uh, can you
1: do an impression of Sean Connery doing an impression of it? No, I don't want to. I don't want okay. to. I don't want to. <laughs>
0: Stop. Okay. Stop. Uh, I just I need the the text in front of me. Yeah, that's actually I brought up on maybe like seven or eight podcasts ago. There's a soundtrack album. It's actually not a soundtrack, but it's an album that interprets the works of Virginia Woolf. Inspired Wolf. by, yeah. Um, and it takes some passages from things that she's uh, written, and also so Gillian Anderson reads one one of those passages but it does actually have the original recording of Virginia hmm. Woolf um, saying something as well um, okay. and I guess that's related but anyway I've not seen The Hours either so I feel like both of us probably should because apparently yes. it's great
1: and yeah. I should yeah. win an Oscar for it you know it's yeah. going to be All films that win Oscars are brilliant.
0: (laughs) Correct. Uh, Now, just quickly, one last Oscars-related thing is that I think she was Oscar-nominated for uh, Cold
1: Mountain, I think. Have you seen Cold Mountain? I've seen six Nicole Kidman films. One of them is Happy Feet, so no. Okay.
0: I have seen Cold Mountain,
1: Mm. but when I was a lot younger, and I didn't realise how
0: terrible her American accent is in it. I'm rewatching okay. the trailer for it today. I just couldn't understand how she was nominated for an Did Oscar it? for it. If she was, I mean, I feel like now that's a, a fake fact. It's an alternative facts <laughs> Don't I don't <laughs> know why, but anyway, I mean, the accent in that really needs some work. So yeah, anyway, that's Cold Mountain. It's a really good film, though. There's a lot to okay. it. It's a it feels huge, like a, it's like an epic fake three mountain. three part uh, like act sort of scenario. Okay. Uh, pre-war, during war, post-war—you know—it's um, okay. all the wars.
1: And uh, you were also talking about Australia earlier. You—you you quite. Yeah, that's another. Ba- You're up for that one. Baz Luhrmann one. Uh, it's another big one as well, isn't it? So like they say it's about twelve hours.
0: Yeah, it's pretty long. Um, now it's not end to end amazing like Moulin Rouge is, but as another Baz Luhrmann film, like you know he's taking you on. Journey to the right place, and when yeah. you get there, it's very enjoyable. So it okay. is good,
1: um, and it's got a huge action in it. Correct.
0: So I think that's pretty much it on my on my notes. So do you want to go into okay. your your what's coming soon?
1: Yeah. So there's uh, the first one is how to talk to girls at parties. Uh, the official synopsis here um, is the official synopsis. An alien touring the galaxy breaks away from her group and meets two young inhabitants of the most dangerous place in the universe, mm. <laughs> the London suburb of Croydon. Hmm. So it's, it's based on a Neil Gaiman uh, short story, um, and it's set in London in 1977 and is defined as Romeo and Juliet, but with punks and aliens. It looks pretty pretty mental, mm-hmm. Um yeah, it, it looks pretty pretty mad. To be fair, uh, she kind of plays like a a bit of a, a bit of a sort of punk fashion record, like Vivian Westwood. Yeah, mad sort of thing. It looks quite unique and different for her. Uh, have a look at the trailer. There's a few clips. It looks like it might be worth watching. Visually, quite vivid mental imagery. Hmm. I mean, does uh, it like, does it look
0: a little bit like? I mean, I've not seen the trailer for this, but does it look anything like Attack the Block?
1: No, it, lo- it looks like it's, I mean, all the trailers that I've seen have been in the weird kind of Instagram square cropped ratio. Um, so I'm unsure if the whole film is square. Cro- well, you know, you know how some parts of Grand Budapest Hotel were like that. Yeah. Well, a lot of it was. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of maybe they're doing that sort of similar thing as well. So it looks like a, it looks like it was filmed on a phone as well. It looks it quite cheap. But okay. um, like, a, you know, film it in a few weeks kind of thing. Yeah. But
0: interesting. I don't know.
1: Interesting. So uh, she's also in Aqu- Aquaman. You know, yeah, the, this is going to be your next Wonder Woman uh, standalone DC film. Whether it will be as good as Wonder Woman, I doubt because that Aquaman guy looks like a bit of a prize end. I think it uh, was pretty cool. He just looks like a he just looks like a, a lad, well, uh, drinking beer and that. Ooh, hey, beers! It <laughs> just maybe he goes through a big transformation where he's not all about the beers anymore.
0: Well, I mean, I think they had to do something to take Aquaman from like sort of ridiculed idiot to I don't know. I mean, he did look mm, a bit uh, stupid, but they've he? they've
1: they've taken the Ian Smith taking Tom Hardy out for a weekend route of just. Adding beers into the equation. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's wrong with that? Just saying, you know. Well, look, remains to be seen. Uh, she's also starring in a, a remake of a film called Untouchable. Mhm. Uh, which official synopsis? The official synopsis is a comedic look at the relationship between a wealthy paraplegic and an unemployed man with a criminal record who's hired to help him. This stars. Uh, Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart. Okay. I mean So what's that called? There you go. Untouchable. Hmm. There was a it may have been a French film, uh, so it's a remake. Hmm. I don't know you what know, to think quite, of that one. Don't you? No, not really. I mean it sounds
0: rubbish. I'm gonna have a look at Wait, it.
1: Again. Hey hey listen, the original was uh, highly regarded. Okay it's Fine. at least a 7 out of 10 or a high regard um, Boy Erased now this is written and directed by Joel Edgerton from uh, the Tom Hardy episode mm-hmm. remember him yep. uh, the, other, the other half of Warrior so the official synopsis the official synopsis the son of a Baptist preacher is forced to participate in a church supported gay conversion programme Starring Russell Crowe, uh, Nicole Kidman and Joel Edgerton. Sounds pretty good. Sounds interesting. Up for it. Could be pretty dark. Okay. Yeah. What do you reckon? Uh, uh, I guess so. I mean, I've not seen
0: a lot of this stuff, so it's hard for me to have an opinion (sighs) about it.
1: Okay. Uh, And yeah, and there's the beguiled, the Sophia Coppola, um, (coughs) Colin Farrell, Civil War man gets taken into like Civil a, a yeah, into a boarding school and uh and it just looks like it goes absolutely off its head in a dark way. Yeah. Uh it's lots of sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Um you lots know of all taboos about that. lots of taboos being broken. Yeah. And uh yeah, so I mean that that looks pretty good as well. So it looks like she's got a her hand's good full. couple of years. Yeah. So, good, so you know she's got some interesting taking some risks. Oh, wow. You know, taking some taking some uh you know, I think that's one thing I quite like about her. She she chooses, you know, good good stuff. You know, she's a quality, you know, quality films. Yeah, I'd say. You know, yeah, they're well considered.
0: I think yeah. um, besides maybe Batman Forever the and some of the ones stuff. around that time, um, she has done a lot of stuff that's kind of uh, kind of stretches you quite far as far as like very like rolls that are one end of the spectrum yeah. to another
1: certainly stretches you <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was gonna try and say something about your hoop but i mean <laughs> that'd be stretching things very thin yeah i mean like uh on the one hand she'll do something like the hours or um Stoker. yeah Did you see that she's pretty no. crazy in that Or like The Others, which I always thought was an M. Night Shyamalan film, but actually that was The Village, which is, I
1: don't know, similar.
0: And then do something like, did you see Paperboy? No.
1: Is that based on the Commodore 64 arcade game?
0: No, it's got Zac Efron and Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right,
1: all right. What are you doing that for? can Can we do one episode on Matthew McConaughey's whistle?
0: Yeah. So um Paperboy is quite different because she goes from a variety of films where she plays like a uh well to do sort of period drama um type lady of the house yeah. uh to basically like a sort of hussy almost hooker esque like sort of like next door neighbour who not seduce all. <laughs> Modern the nice women so in names. films
1: are hookers i've I've mentioned this before many times but I mean
0: it's quite a totally different role to the others in that she's like yeah, yeah. anyway what the uh, yeah okay fine oh, sorry no I meant the okay. other films, not the
1: others but, i mean there's a direct <laughs> okay. comparison there as well yeah. well look I mean you know that's it we haven't even spoken about tom Cruise
0: no i mean have you have you got any opinion on her and the clap and the what the clap the clap? Yeah. What's that? Well she was she had the clap at the Oscars. Elaborate. <laughs> well no, she did that clap thing where she looked like a seal. And oh, her fingers were really uh, a long. A bit like
1: Michael Gove.
0: Yeah, and apparently it transpired that she was trying
1: to protect diamond rings. Right. Uh uh yeah. No, I haven't got an opinion on it. I mean, uh, you, you're
0: shock it. and awe at me mentioning her having the clap at the Oscars was enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. Shall,
0: shall we read some Chase Meridian lines
1: in uh, Sean Connery's accent? If you, if you want to do that, you go ahead and do that.
0: Ah, black rubber.
1: Dry firemen, less to take off.
0: <laughs> I don't mind the work. Pity I can't see behind a mask. We all wear masks my life's an open book you read (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then there's another part (laughs) oh I could give it a try I'll bring the wine you bring your scarred psyche
1: (laughs) direct aren't you
0: you're like strong (laughs) Scotsman I've done my homework or do I need to get in my skin tight vinyl and
1: bring a whip (laughs) I mean, this changes everything.
0: <laughs> I haven't had that much luck with women. Maybe you just haven't found the right boy. <laughs> <Not> I changed women <laughs> to boy. <bar. laughs> uh, maybe I should change all of that. I haven't had much luck with Scotsman. <laughs> well, maybe you've just not found the right Scotsman. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the two, two voices are blending together hard. It's hard to play both parts. Uh, right, is that it's about good. it? You're doing well. I mean, that's enough. Yeah, I think that you wanna, you that's can... all from Batman Forever, which I feel like Sean Connery really should have been in. Yeah. Even even if it's it was a, a missed
1: opportunity. Meshed.
0: Um, okay, that's it. I think there was just a big note that yeah. said the clap. I've done that. Oh yeah, I had <laughs> a failed note, which was Keith Urban slash Tom Cruise best movie
1: and then I realised that Keith Urban's not Carl Urban he's not Carl he's not Urban so <laughs> yeah. which, which is it's, fine It's uh, America's got talent So
0: yeah okay well I mean that's that's okay. fine uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us you can go to guysonfilm.co.uk forward slash contact uh, and give us some detailed uh, feedback in an email maybe just polite hello ask us how we are Um, uh, anything that you can't fit into 140 characters because if you can then you should go to at GOF podcast on Instagram and Twitter and let us know what you think there or like our pictures or tag us in your pictures if you've got any GOF related stuff like you listening to it on the toilet Uh, I think that's about it any other things that we need to say
1: thank you for listening thank you for staying with us thank you yeah, just, you know, I can't, I'm never gonna pass up the opportunity just to, you know, show my appreciation for, uh, if you are listening, what are you doing? Oh, no, Just because I'm talking doesn't give you the What? Just because I've started talking and you've finished doesn't give you the the signal to start rustling around and opening biscuits or whatever <coughs> you're doing. I've
0: got six falafel
1: and some chilli sauce. <laughs> okay. Uh, but look, you know, uh, thanks for, for listening. You know, I mean, we do try and keep it entertaining. Uh, you know, so uh, if you've got any suggestions, if there's anything you'd like to hear, you know, comment, like, agree, share, disagree. You know, we bloody do. No, you disagree. <laughs> no, you disagree. Okay.
0: Whatever. Um, okay. No, yeah. these are actually really nice. I recommended. recommend it. So, quite, quite often, um, Falafels are dry, but these are sweet potato falafels.
1: Yeah. Mm. Tasty AF. Are they far and away the best falafels you've you've had? No, I feel awful. Bye.
0: <laughs> no, honey, I feel awful.